Hey, it's Marthea Pitts, the MSW coach, and thank you for coming back for another episode of Macro Social Work Your Way. Be sure to connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram at the underscore MSW coach, Facebook at the MSW coach, and on LinkedIn as Marthea Pitts, the MSW coach. This is going to be a great episode. Hey, 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 it's Marthea, the MSW coach, and I am back for the final episode in our 31-day challenge. Can you believe it's been 31 days? I have come on here every day and released a podcast episode in real time. None of them were pre-planned, scheduled a week ago, scheduled a month ago. I've been talking to you all live every day on this podcast (laughs) and I have enjoyed it right um and I want to say thank you for everyone who has reached out and told me um that you know which episodes you enjoyed the most which ones have helped you especially those that were like thank you for sharing whatever I was talking about in that episode because it really helped me um not feel so alone in this thing called life um and that you're not the only one going through the thing and then also too i I can see like the analytics on the episodes and my um episode about the difference between social work admin and macro social work is super popular um when it comes to what jobs look like in the workforce so i'm glad that you all have found these episodes helpful um, so please do me a favor, pay it, pay it, pay it forward and also help me better help you. So share your favorite episode. There have been 31 of them once this one has, is released. Share at least your top two favorite episodes out with three social worker friends um, and tell them to listen. Make certain that you also tell them to follow my page on Instagram at the underscore MSW coach because I have a lot of new exciting things that will be rolling out soon. Um, And so they don't have to be interested specifically in macro, but if you know someone that is looking for a job, tell them they might want to lock into my page uh, to really see some exciting things that I have coming out. Uh, let me introduce myself because I realized in the last few episodes I have not been introducing myself. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Marthea Pitts. I am known on the social work streets as the MSW coach. I help social workers make the pivot and leave case management to land macro jobs where they are at least two times and more their social work salaries and doing work that they love and no longer suffering from burnout, being overwhelmed, undervalued in jobs that they hate i'm just gonna start using that word hate because also in this in these last 31 days i have talking talked to dozens of social workers and what i've learned is that many of you truly are suffering in your case management jobs and when i say suffering that is an understatement um there are social workers who are in fear. Every day they go to work for different reasons. I won't really get into it here, but I just always want you to know that you have alternatives when it comes to your career, 
that there is no golden rule that says every social worker has to work in case management. So I'm really truly on a mission to spread more information out in the world about different ways that you can use your M- your MSW degree um, other than case management uh, because there's just a lot of like rhetoric around case management adjacent jobs and all of the things and you all are pushed past your limits when it comes to one-on-one direct services so i really specialize in helping you uh, move away from those very entry-level frontline jobs where you are war thin um severely undercompensated and and doing work that you just don't enjoy right that's the reality of the thing so if you are new here i encourage you to follow this podcast right also follow my instagram page at the underscore msw coach i encourage you to click the link down in the episode show notes at um for the macro and link so you then can grab my free e-course, which will then put you on my email newsletter list because I have lots of new updates coming out. Um, and so I really wanted to round out this session, this 31-day challenge. I still have not come up with a formalized name. But I want to talk about how, um, how like second-guessing your abilities or doubts are real in your job search. And... I wanted to talk about this and make this specifically the last episode because um, it's not uncommon for me to send job leads to people, right? Especially people who I know personally, um, like in real life that I've known for years. Like I would randomly send job leads to people um, because once I know like what your experience is in and what your interests are and what you've done, um, I'm going to always keep that in my mind. So regardless if you have a job, if you don't have a job, if I come across something, I will randomly send you a job lead. And just like a little note (laughs) for those who are new here, I am a three-time award-winning workforce development career counselor and macro social worker. I have had five macro jobs um, in very non-traditional spaces where many times I was the only social worker on staff. Um, I've held jobs in policy, Um, I worked with one of the oldest think tanks in the country where I co-led a $2.5 million grant in helping mayors create um, career pathway opportunities for historically under-resourced populations and communities. My population is youth and young adults. I worked on the front lines in a workforce development career center for over five years where I served hundreds of universal career seekers. And in the first 90 days of that job, I was um, hitting metrics that was unheard of in my work where in those workforce development centers, how um, like the level of success is gauged or deliverables um, for service is that it's based on when people get jobs that the center has posted or advertised, right? And it's not just based on them getting the job, it's based on the wage that they are paid, right? Um, and so in the first 90 days, I had someone who I helped secure a job in the six figures. I had someone who I helped secure a job that was over 50000 a year. And if you don't know the, the, the like landscape of where I live, 
go back and listen to a, um to the podcast episode where I talk about my journey into macro social work and I give you a in-depth like <laughs> overview of the fact that I live in what well, in 2017 this is the same year I was working in that job the most economically segregated city in the nation that's the city that I live in also it's the it was the poorest zip code in my state um so me doing that was kind of unheard of well it was and so I say that to say that what helped me achieve those metrics was the fact that I am an expert at job matching right so you tell me we talk about what your experience is i am an expert at job searching and job matching it is a skill that was birthed out of my own um personal like struggles with finding jobs in a city where it's impossible and so i say that to say like i achieved huge success in my first 90 days on that job and so Going back to what I was originally saying, like, so that is always deep in me, right? I enjoy job searching. I enjoy job matching. I enjoy sending people jobs that they will, would never find on their own or even think that they would qualify for, right? That is just the truth of the thing. Many of you shoot way below where you should be aiming as far as jobs, right? I was talking to um, one of my coaching clients yesterday, not yesterday, the day before yesterday, um, who was in my, um, who's in my micro to macro career accelerator program. And I was like, you are completely overqualified for this job. Actually, this wasn't one of my coaching clients. I'm having like this resume feedback special offer going on right now. If you want to learn more about it, click macro and pay because it ends on Saturday. I won't offer it again. <laughs> I haven't done this since 2021. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, click the link down in macro and pay and click on resume feedback sessions and learn about this special one-time opportunity and secure a spot if you want to meet with me for 30 minutes. But I was telling this social worker who had not come through my program, let me clarify. And I um and she was like, well, there was a job that I saw, but I didn't match all of the things on all of the bullets on the job. So I didn't feel as though I qualified. I said, first of all, um, <laughs> I know you have never worked with me, right? This is really, truly just a 30-minute in-out session. And so that's the other thing. I'm, I'm going to come back to that, right? A lot of you all think you know the answers and you don't. A lot of you all think you know what you need and you don't, right? I've been saying for years that career coaching is not something that you hear your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your auntie down the road talking about, right? It is not the norm because people think that getting a job should just be easy, right? It just is easy. They think is, you know, why do you need someone to teach you how to get a job? And um, I want to say, like, if you realize that there is a pattern that you continue to find yourself in jobs that you hate, you continue to find jobs, find yourself in jobs where you are still struggling like you were struggling with your first job out of high school where you're not making enough money, you don't have enough flexibility in your schedule, you got to still work five, six, seven side hustles, even two side hustles, or if you um, have to like sacrifice the quality of living or time with your family and your children, you need a career coach. You need a career coach, 
right? A lot of you, and I'm going to go on a little rant for a moment, so hold on to your seat, okay? Because this is the last episode, and it's in my spirit to tell you all this. A lot of you, because you are social workers and you are just so used to giving away all of your stuff, like all of you, everything that you have, your time, your energy, your money, your intellectual property, you all walk through the world and expect everything to be like free, right? Because that's how you operate. But I want you all to understand that getting a job takes skill, practice, and strategy. And if you don't have that, you need to work with an expert, right? I am the expert. This is my podcast, right? You need to sit down with someone who has a proven track record of doing the thing that you are interested in. And that's in two areas, in their personal career and in the careers of others, right? Because many of you are just running from one thing to the next and you're trying to like get a get a free thing here, do a free thing there. Oh, they say do that. I'm going to do that. And then, and then what happens is it leads y'all to madness and confusion. How do I know this? Because I've had quite a few social workers who have like met with me through, through like get to know you sessions where I'm talking to them about my program and they are just completely all over the place all over the place in tears. They are completely confused. They are wearing themselves thin. They are applying to 30 jobs in a day and not hearing anything bad, right? It's because you all are not, you don't understand the power of investing in yourself, right? You invested to get the degree. Now you have to invest with financial commitment time and energy you have to invest to learn how to use the degree to get to where you want to be it's not going to be free right if so you would have found the answer a long time ago now i I just want to say that because a lot of you want it to be free it ain't gonna be free (laughs) ain't nothing free Uh, i've been saying all week and i don't know why it's like You don't go into Walmart and try to negotiate the price of bread. You don't walk into Target and want to negotiate the price of eggs or a rug, right? You pay the price because that is the thing that you want. And I want you also to, I want you to understand it's the same thing when it comes to your career, right? You are not paying for the service. You are paying for the return on investment of the service. I have had people who have invested in my career program. At that point, my price point was $2,000. Their return on investment is out of this world, right? They're making well over the six figures, coming from jobs where they were barely making $50,000, right? So I want you to understand that you have to invest. And then on top of that, you can't just invest in the thing and then not do the work. You got to invest your time and your energy, right? It's the same thing for you all clinical social workers. You invest in getting CEUs. You invest in, in supervision in the hopes of, not in the hopes, in the plan of people then purchasing your therapy sessions, right? You will get upset if someone comes and is trying to nickel and dime you and you're like, look, I have these therapy sessions for $300 an hour. This is my rate. 
right? It's the same thing. So I really want you all to flip that in your mind because for whatever reason you think that it's supposed to be free, you think that you can just run around on these free tips and run from one group to another, it doesn't work like that. You're going to have to invest time. You're going to have to invest money. You're going to have to invest energy. Because another thing is y'all want to apply to one job one time a month and then say the thing doesn't work. It works, but you didn't commit to it, right? So which leads to this larger conversation when it comes to doing the work. Where what I was saying earlier, so it's not uncommon for me to send job leads to people that I know. Like, oh, apply for this job, right? And then they they do nothing with it, right? Because if I send a job lead to someone, it's either because I know the quality of the job they're they're in currently is not good. Or they've like talked to me, vented to me about how horrible their job is. Or if I know that the wage that they're currently making is not sufficient with the level of experience they have, right? Or if it's just like a great opportunity, I'm like, you should apply for this because this is everything that you love, right? I can't, if I could scroll back and show you all a screenshot going back for the last 10 years, well, probably like the last five years in this phone, of all of the job leads I send people that they do nothing with. Right. First of all, because people don't value free. <laughs> That's why you all collect all of those free tips and all of those things people tell y'all for free. and You don't do nothing with it. Right. People don't value free. Right. And so anyway, I can't tell you the number of job leads I send people and they do nothing with it. And a lot of it is because you all don't believe that you can do the thing. Right. So going back with that person I met with the other day, she was like, I didn't apply because I didn't meet all of the bullets. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, if you met all of the bullets, that meant you were overqualified and you shouldn't even be applying for that job in the first place. You need to step up. You need to go over and beyond. But also what I noticed is that a lot of you and this was this is true for a lot of the social workers I've talked to a lot of y'all apply for things that are well below your level of experience, right? That's why you find yourself severely underemployed, right? Meaning you are not in a position that matches your level of experience and education, right? We're not even talking about salary. It's just not, it doesn't match up, right? Um, That's what they call underemployed. Look up the definition, <laughs> Because a lot of you don't believe in your ability to do more. And I have a whole argument that it goes back to your MSW degree programs. But we're not going to go that deep. We're going to put the onus on you because you are now post-MSW degree. You are out in the field and you are in charge of your career. Right? So a lot of you don't believe that you can do the thing. And I want to say, like, I understand that. That is very real. And I say this because there was a time where I looked at jobs and like, ooh, like I would actually get warm on the inside. Like, I love this job. It's everything that I like. It's all of the things that I want to do. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't do that. Right. Because of the job title sounding large or looking at the duties and they're like, oh, they want me to lead a team. They want me to manage a budget? Oh, no, I can't do that, even though I've done it in the past, right? 
And so I want to say like that hesitation is very real, but you have to work hard to push past it if you are really, truly trying to change your life. We're not even going to try to talk about changing populations that you serve lives. A lot of you are just trying to change your own life because you cannot meet your basic needs. You can't feed yourself adequately because you ain't got enough money. You can't feed your families because you don't have enough money. A lot of you are taking care of your parents, taking care of your brothers, your sisters, extended family members, right? You can't pay for housing, You live in major cities like you can't afford the thing. That's another thing. Like we have to stop. There's a lot of social and I'm going on a rant right now. There used to be a lot of social workers in my comments that lived in New York City was like, oh, I make a hundred thousand. Okay, you make a hundred thousand, but you live in New York City. The equivalent of that is like 50,000. Like you are still underpaid. Right. So I want you all to understand first, you need to get clear about the only way to make more money through one job is to get comfortable with pushing past your perceived limitations. And I say perceived limitations because it's just that. Right. I cannot tell you the number of social workers who come through my program in the very first session and say they don't have experience in this. They can't do this. They don't know how to do that. Oh, I could never apply to that until they sit down with me in a one on one resume intensive and I break apart everything that they've done in case management. And I'm like, you already do this. This is how you do this. This is what it looks like in case management. This is how it looks on the, on a different level, like outside of case management. You have done the thing, right? It takes a lot of me showing them. And even with that, like even me showing them the technical piece and writing it out, people still in their mind believe they can't do the thing. So it takes a lot of me pouring into people, coaching people through that hesitation of you can do this. You got this. You are the expert, right? Again, this goes back to the previous conversation I had a few episodes about the importance of community. A lot of y'all are trying to do this on your own and you don't and you only have the family members in your ear that's saying you don't need a career coach. You can do that on your own. No one is pouring into you to say you are great at that. Right? You can do that. You are an expert. That is what I do for my clients, my career coaching um, clients. I pour into them, right? I help them build that confidence piece on top of getting clarity about what is the work that they really want to do and then teaching them how to find it and compete for it. So I want to say that a lot of you won't even get to that part because the fear is so great. That's why you have to work hard. And again, I'm saying it's real. I've dealt with it myself. But you have to push yourself through it, right? And you have to understand that you are going to have to do some scary stuff to change your life. If not, you're going to be in that case management job until you turn into dust. So I want to really encourage you all to do something scary today. Don't even think about it. Just do it. Right? I've been messaging my my micro to macro career accelerator participants since 6.30 this morning with job leads. 
pouring into them. We sharing out our wins inside of our community. They've been doing some outstanding things this week. Saying you got this. Now is your time. Hit apply. Don't get don't grow weary now. Keep going. Right? Because the truth is that their whatever life situations, case management jobs will wear you thin. But you have to understand that the change is there. Like you can do the thing is on the other side. You just gonna have to push a little harder. And so, like I told one of them, I told a few of my career coaching clients the other week, I want y'all to start going as hard in your as in your career as you do for your participants in your case management job. You know how y'all don't stop until you get a yes or until you get what you need for your participant. That's the same energy. You want to keep going. So what you get a rejection letter? Apply again. Apply to something else. You don't just stop and say, oh, I'll just stay here. <laughs> and then you go through the whole cycle again of remembering why you were trying to leave in the first place and your burnout and your crying and your quitting jobs. And you got to take that same energy that you do for your clients and apply it to your career. So I'm going to leave it there because I'm ranting and raving and it's 1014 and I'm going back to job searching for my clients. But I want y'all to know that you're going to have to invest because what happens is you can't push through it on your own. It's not working, right? It, it ain't working. That's why when I send people links, they don't apply because they ain't in my program. They people they people that I know in the real world, so they're not in my program. I messaged someone this morning. I sent them a job on Monday. I said, on Monday, I said, I said, hit apply on this by um hit apply on this tomorrow. Let me know when it's done. It's Thursday. I messaged them back. I was like, did you apply? They was like, no, not yet. No, not yet. What? No, not yet. Couldn't be me. I don't play with my money like that. If it's a job doing all of the things that I like and it's remote from my home and it's paying way more at the same time I'm complaining about a job that I hate, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. That's the other thing. A lot of y'all, a lot of y'all don't want it bad enough. You haven't been to the place where your back is really up against the wall. I always say don't wait until that point, but some of y'all like that pressure. Wait until you're back up against the wall. But at the same time, you're going to have to push. You're going to have to do something different that you've never done before. And stop thinking that free is always the answer because free has not gotten you the resolution that you're looking for. Liking posts on Instagram has not gotten you the resolution that you're looking for. You're going to have to take another action. You're going to have to do something different. That was the whole reason I went back to get get degrees in the first place. Started with my AA degree because I got tired of working in case in call center jobs. I said, so I'm gonna have to do something different to get a different result, right? And so then, even with the case management jobs, I, I oh no, I'm not doing no case management. I just fought like hell to get out of um call center jobs. So let me do something different. Everybody around me, all of these social workers around me just talking about case manager. Oh, no, I ain't doing that. I went and got a master's degree, so I wouldn't have to do this type of work. And I did something different. I was doing it when no one else was doing it. 
Like the thing that I encourage my coaching clients is at one hour of your work day should be spent to you looking for another job. One hour of your work day should be spent towards your career development. And a lot of y'all ain't doing it. So a lot of the times when my coworkers is over there talking in the corner and gossiping about the people, I was at my computer doing my career development, trying different things, researching what I wanted to do, and it worked. And it worked. And I left that job, and no offense to my coworkers, because they know it's true, and we still talk to this day. They were still in those case management jobs. You got to do something different from the people around you. Because at that time, I was fighting for my own life because I refused to continue to live off $37,100. So I'm going to leave it there. But a lot of y'all need to push past the fear and try something new. And it's going to be hard, but you like... In the words of Antonia, my former colleague from D.C. in the past episode, you can listen to it, click in the um, history and go listen. You have done harder things. It's just because it's new. It feels uncomfortable. You can take little breaks, but you still need to be trying something new. A lot of y'all like to run from one free thing to the next. Stop. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. You don't just need a resume rewrite. You just don't need a job lead. You need more than that. You need a comprehensive package of support. And the minute you admit that you need help with a thing is the minute that you allow yourself to receive the support that you need. Because again, this is not something we come out of the womb knowing. This is 20 years of my personal and professional experiences that I am teaching y'all. So I'ma let it leave. I'ma I'ma let y'all breathe because it's 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 Thursday. It's 10 19 a.m. It's still early. But I want y'all, I want I want y'all to do your work. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> Happy macro career planning. Bye.